This content is intended for adult cigar smokers age 21 and older. All right, Nick, good show. <laughs> okay. Uh, Greg's leaving to go take advantage of our brand new coupon code. Type in Long Ash all day Friday and Saturday, and you will receive 20% off your entire purchase. Some exclusions apply, but other than that, 20% off your entire purchase all day Friday and Saturday when you use the coupon code Long Ash. Nick, did you know I just got 20% off? Yes. I just want to sleep right now. I know. I can see it in your mind. Oh, my God. Uh, All I had heard was my kid whining while I was trying to nap. All I heard was deep, sweet sound of slumber. <laughs> your dog snoring? You On top of me, yeah. Did you get that? Yeah, I did hey, get he's that. He's a cutie pie. Uh, you don't kids, like dogs? No. <laughs> uh, all right, you ready? No. Come on, man. This was your idea. <sighs> yeah, of course it's my idea. I, you we got to give the fans what they want. We gave them a lot. We and did they, give them a lot. I think they're stuffed of, Nick, right. of, mm. of late. All right. All right. How is everyone doing? Um, welcome to the Long Ash Podcast, episode five. Ten. There you go. Um, Ten. We just came back knock. from... Are you just going to keep talking numbers? Yeah, I just... You're a salty muffin. Uh, we just came back from the 2019 IPCPR trade show. And it was an experience of a lifetime. We laughed. We, we cried. Um, sometimes we were a little gassy. A little bit. Um, we smoked. We smoked cigars. A lot of cigars. Um, we saw beautiful women and exquisite men. We did. Matt Booth. Matt Booth. <laughs> Nick Melillo, who's just... Yeah, he's a doll. He's like, like he's a, a cherub. Doll. He's, he's like, like a cherub, that girl next door. But a fella. Yes. He's like the fella next door. <laughs> yeah. Um, we got to meet... The Crown Prince of Nashville, Don Juan de yes. Uber. So we're going to get all into that. We're going to get um, into that. But it was an ex- amazing time. It was an amazing experience. A lot of cigars. A lot of cigars. A lot of new news coming out about the show, which we'll talk about. But first, let's go into some of the cigars that we chose to smoke today. We each picked a different one. Um, both of these were from our, our last podcast, the top five, like the list of cigars we really wanted to try. Uh, I went with the, of course, the La Coalition. It is the collaboration between Crown Heads and Drew Estate. It uses a beautiful, sexy, ungodly. Beautiful is an understatement. Connecticut broadleaf wrapper, along with, I believe, a Sumatran binder and some Nicaraguan fillers in there. Um, And Greg, what are you enjoying now? I have the uh, Sober Mesa Brulee. Oh. Which is the Connecticut version of the Sober Mesa from Steve Sock. So it's your, it's, your, it's your grandfather's Connecticut. It's it's well, it's my Connecticut because oh, I feel a like a grandfather right now. You look kind of like a Spanish gangster right now with that shirt. <laughs> I don't know why. I like this shirt. It looks <laughs> that's kind of messed up. <laughs> you look like a guy from I really like East like LA. Shirt. <laughs> What's up, bro? Well, it's maybe because I, I hung out with Matt Booth all, all I know, weekend. I that, know. Uh, he's not from East LA. He's from, no, he's not. I don't he's, know the different parts of LA. He's from California. I feel yeah. like anybody that says they're from California, I'm like, LA. <laughs> uh, so this has a Ecuadorian Connecticut shade wrapper, mm-hmm. and it has the same filler and binder from the Somer Mesa, the Mexican binder with uh, Nicaraguan fillers. Very nice. Very nice. With a bunch of different areas. Yeah, that's, that's how Steve does that's it. That's Steve. So let's cut these up. We're going to cut these cigars... And this is the first time I'm having the sober. This the, is our first time in smoking these. That's right. It's our first time smoking these. Um, I'm using this brand new, awesome Brooklyn graffiti cutter uh, that was gifted upon us from our good friends over at Drew Estate. Thank you, Joe. Um, Congratulations. Thank you, Joe. And oh, Joe's got a little baby, little baby little boy. Ba- baby boy. I think his name is Charlie. Charlie. Yeah. Charlie. Um, and we're going to use this nice little, very simple, very easy crown heads, little, little butane torch. Excellent. I don't even know who makes it. 
uh, and we have our sodas. Sugars. We actually have good soda pairings, light and crisp, dark and rich. Excellent. Fanta, Fanta. Do you know, did I tell you about Fanta? Yes. It was uh, made in Germany, mm-hmm. and they changed the name because in World War II, they, they had a problem distributing it because of, because of the war. Yeah. I remember when you told me things. Oh, I'm so excited for this. Oh, dude, if you put it in your, it's just chocolate. It's like a chocolate bar. Toasty. Hey, Chris, you cut this? Can I, can I light my cigar? Yeah, you can light it. One man, one lighter. That is chocolatey. That is creamy. That is a nice medium to full body. That is good. Oh, it's everything I wanted, Gregory. 1G Greg. 2G. Oh, yeah. I thought of that. What do, you, what do you think about it? I just told you. No, no. You said it was 1G. I'm like, no, it's technically 2G, and then there's no, a 3G. It's 2... No, guy okay, fucking hate it. God damn it. Should have left you in Vegas. Should have no, left you at, at Buddy's Pastry Shop. Could have left, you, could have, you could have left me out at uh, In-N-Out because I wanted that so bad. Did you... Uh, that was a good pastry we had from Buddy's. That was... That, that I had a Boston cream donut. That chocolate Ugh. croissant was amazing. So we flew into Las Vegas for the trade show. I got to interview a lot of people, a lot of great cigars, a lot of great, a lot of great folks there. Um, we got to sit, of course, we got to sit with John from Crown Heads, who's awesome. Went over a lot of his his stuff. Uh, you know, obviously, the Coalition release. By the way, a bunch of interviews on our YouTube page, so go go listen to them. Um, who is let's let's I want to I want to talk to you because this was your first trade show. Yes. So let's give some top some top tens and top five. Like, so uh, give me your top five uh, booths that you top want to five do. booths. I'm gonna go with I loved uh, black labels uh, with the kind of paintings and the, their logos everywhere and their cigars and they rebranded all their cigar boxes and everything else with, which look amazing. Yeah. Um, Drew Estates of course in the acid room. With uh, Dirty okay. Fabian in his, his gorgeous, gorgeous tracksuit. He looked like a Serbian gangster. <laughs> he did. I, I, I felt like I were, were in the middle of a mob hit. <laughs> the uh, dancing Fabian. I liked, uh, I li- I liked Altidus' booth, which won, um, because they really showcased all their new products out there. Yeah, and also they also made theirs very functional for customer, like to help the, the retailers, like the, right. the seating and everything. There wasn't like a lot of nonsense in the middle of it. It was all on the, along the outside, so everyone can see what was going on. They had the motorcycle there, which was cool. That was cool. That's a three. Uh, the the Fuente booth was kind of cool because it kind of gave you that, uh, I guess, that island Cuban feel with all yeah, the. It's just it was, it was just it was very crowded. Yeah, well, it, that's because it, it's like a long hallway. Right. You know, like if you look at the other major manufacturers that size. They're all like spread out. So like Perdomo's booth is big. Drew Davidoff's, I forgot the Davidoff's. the taste of the elements. Uh, so you so basically they did their three different uh, what black label the black label. So you have the Davidoff Nicaragua, the Davidoff Escudio, and the Davidoff Yamasa are considered the Davidoff black label brands. Right. So when you walk into this the first section, it's for the Nicaragua, and the reason why you get that spicy flavor is from the volcanic um, mountains in Nicaraguan area. So they had legit lava and the sounds of volcanoes erupting. It wasn't legit. First, it wasn't like they weren't shooting was out legit. magma at us. Well, I felt like it. <laughs> I was, I, it was hot in there. Just a guy there in like a radiation suit like with yeah, a magma hose just shooting. That'd be terrible. Look out. 
Um, and then you walk into the next one, which is the Yamasa, which they had all the fields yeah. from Nicaragua. So to for it, those right? of you who don't know, Yamasa uh, is a region of the Dominican Republic. Okay. Um, and it's very popular. It's, it's similar to like a Pinar del Rio in, um, in Cuba, like a very popular tobacco growing region. Um, and that's where a lot of, and, and Davidoff is famous for like cultivating the tobacco out of there. I think honestly, that was probably my, that was my favorite room. It, it was because, an awesome room. Uh, I know you've been to fields in Connecticut, but, um, when I went to the fields in the DR, that's exactly what they look, sound, and the, the smell is what got me. That, that, was that the, for your first time smelling like actual like fresh tobacco like that? No. Did you do it in Connecticut? Yeah, I did that. It's, it's especially Dominican tobacco. It smells sweet. Right. It smells so sweet and amazing. And I got, I got dirt all over my face. They actually, they brought in, because they, they brought in like the legitimate, the red clay soil. They that did. Yamasa I had, is I had clay all over my face. And that's why the Yamasa logo is red. Right. Because of the soil. And you got, you got clay face. Clay faced. Well, I'm not done with the taste of the elements, so I'll get back to that tattoo booth there, secret, Chris. It's not so secret anymore. No, it's not. It's Come not on, so secret. Much. Come on, secret. So then, uh, the last one is the Escudo room, which was all lit up in green lights, and then they had this tasty drink, which was this tasty drink. It wasn't tasty. Um, <laughs> I would just had to tell everybody it was tasty. It wasn't for my palate because you know my my Roli Azio that I get. Yeah, all that, all that. They had a simple syrup. Cayenne pepper well, with rum and yeah. lemonade. Yeah, so it was, so the uh, Escudio was crafted because it uses Brazilian tobacco. So that, the whole cigar's theme was like the Brazilian nightlife, like a night in Rio, which right. I think was what Escudio was. spicy. Well, they, they made that drink to pair directly with that cigar. So they mixed herbs and spices and everything in the drink so it would pair. Now, it would have been nice if they gave that cigar to smoke while we were drinking it. This is true. You know true. what I mean? Um, so we could tell. But yeah, it, <laughs> you would drink point. it. I never thought about that. Yeah, it didn't taste spicy here. It, it tasted just, spicy here. Right. Like when you get, like, if you actually just like ate a pepper without like having it hit your tongue, but you would feel it in your throat, that's what, that's what it tasted like. <clears throat> but yeah, Davidoff's was, was, was really cool. Very excited for uh, the new Camachos coming out. And, yep. um I wish we got a, we got some detail. I wish we got a little more detail on those avos. Yeah, the unexpected. He kind of skimmed over them. Maybe he did that because it's unexpected. Yeah, but you gotta you gotta expect the unexpected. This is true. <laughs> and then Chris's tattoo booth that he loved so dearly, as he edited the videos. Um, I wasn't a fan of that one. It was it was clean. I, I didn't li I didn't like it purely from a occupational standpoint. The job I had to do how the glass was for the cigars, it was very tough to photograph. Uh, I think that was like everybody's book. No, dude, some, like the, my father, how the, like, first of all, my father was like walking into like a very, very fancy. Watch jewelry place. Yeah, like it's like, that's where Roll, not even Roll, that's where Patek Philippe's were sold. Sure. Very, do you know Patek Philippe? Uh, he's a watch guy? Yeah. Oh, no, he good. did, the, Patek Philippe, Rocky, Rocky, Patek. <laughs> Patek Philippe's are uh, like like hundred thousand dollar watches. They're like oh. the, they won't like they won't let you into the store. <laughs> oh okay. You got to check your credit score before you go in. Well, you can't like we can't go and dress like even if we were like millionaire rappers, we were dressed like this. They wouldn't let us in. Okay. Um, Rockies was cool. Rockies was cool. Um, he had the beer guy. He had that amazing singer who was amazing singing. singer. She was singing like rock ballads, but like as like a in like a nineteen thirty style. Yep. So she was singing uh, like Stairway to Heaven and and other such things. That that was cool. Uh, Rocky was a nice guy. Rocky, Rocky is a nice guy. guy. I love how he gave a little f you to the FDA he did. at the end there. He did. Um, Olivas was nice. Actually, I, I was I was hoping they would come out with something new this year. Um, they did technically. Um, they bought the Maduro. Nick Malolo's got that farm 
rustic look to it with all the and wood. Then, and then, but the, that mural was that, that was, was made by Nicaraguan people. Yeah, it was dope. Um, I don't know if, it, if they were his factory workers or not, but they were made. It was made in Nicaragua. Well, I don't know if it was like <laughs> if he hired artists to do it or if it was his factory workers. I just know they were Nicaraguan folks who did it. Um, Nick's a Nick's a fun guy. He is a fun Nick's guy. He's a cool guy. Um, Steve, I like Steve Saka's in its simplicity. Yeah. The nice couches, a little coffee nice machine. Nice little brick face yeah. wall yeah. that they had. And their, and their sign. I was, I was a fan of it. Blown up logo. And, the, and they had a massive Sask- Sasquatch. Yeah, a massive. A, like very a, like very defined feet. buttocks on that. Did you notice that? It was very no. defined. Well, I mean, look at ours. No, it was, it was, well, it was think like, it's bigger, it it's a bigger, dunk, it's you know, a bigger ratio. So it's a, you know, it's, it's yeah, but it was, def- it was defined, man. Do you, you got to look at the details. Of things I was looking sometimes. at the cigars, Greg. I wasn't looking at ape ass. Well, I, was, I had to, I had to film it. So you had to film it from the rear. Well, you got to get every, got to get every, every angle. Got to every anal angle. Um, this is good. You like it? This is good. Uh, not much pepper to it, which I, I love. I, I would I love uh, very creamy, very creamy, not much leather taste to it, which I, I enjoy as well. This is this it's is a terrific tasty. morning cigar. Probably. Yeah, this is great. Hmm. He knows what he's doing, man. This is I, I can't say anything bad about any of his cigars. I know you can. You're a big Steve fan. I'm a huge Steve fan. Fran, Should we tell Fran. him about Friday night? Let's tell him about Friday night. So. Um, well, I told my wife everything about Friday night, oh, so I'm, I'm, so I'm in the clear. That's why you couldn't sleep, was you sleeping on the couch last night? <laughs> no, I'm good. Um, we actually didn't even do anything. Like, we left by no. 11. <laughs> it was the people... We, we, was, every, was, when we were leaving, people were showing up. That's, yeah. that's how that's cool we That's the biggest party, man. Well, so we thought it was Alec, Alec Bradley's oh, yeah, party. It was an Alec Bradley uh, press party. So instead of doing interviews on the show floor, like everyone else was doing, they decided to hold a press party. Um... So it was like a shit dig, but they also had a little inner. I think we were the only people who did like a filmed interview. <laughs> I, I, I believe so. They had a little space shit up to do a filmed interview. So we go, and we're tired. It's, it's only day one, but we're tired. We had flown the day before. We had worked a lot on day one. Um, we had to start writing some blogs, start putting some videos together, and we had to go to this thing. So we're like, all right, we'll go for like a little, we'll interview them, and then we'll leave. So we go. It's at the Palm residence. Palm's place. Palm's place, which is the apartment buildings behind the Palm. Behind the oh, those are apartment buildings? Well, yeah, that's, that's where oh, I live. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah, and then the, I think, I'm pretty sure, and then the building in front of him is the, is the Palm uh, Hotel Casino. Gotcha. So we go up, and then... And owned by? We're going to get there. Okay. So we go, and then there's like a secret elevator. Well, you go up the regular elevator. Yeah, and then you know, it opens You make up. a left, and then it's a locked door. Well, I don't want to give him the, the address. <laughs> you make a left, and then you knock three times. Oh, well, you can't. You need a key, <laughs> like normal people do. I don't think there, um, Dude, did you see... I don't think there's... A, I think when you're that rich, you don't even need keys, because you just have people there. Oh, absolutely. You just have, you just have fellas If there. you have a key, they're like, who's this guy? <laughs> go into the door, open the door, go to another elevator, and go up, what, another... 20 stories yeah it was, it was so it was the it was the penthouse uh apartment of uh, a gentleman by the name of phil maloof um the maloof family owns or they used to own the sacramento kings they used to own the houston rockets they currently are part owners of the las vegas knights the hockey team and the spurs and the spurs they used to own the spurs they own the spurs i think they partly own the spurs and they own the spurs and they also own the palm and the palm place so a very powerful real estate family and obviously big into sports um, and Phil is a good friend of Alan Rubin, the head of Alec Bradley. So he decided to host this press party there. This place was ridiculous. It was spectacular. Then you go off the elevator and you're like in a hallway and just someone's hallway of their apartment. And yeah. right there and then we were like, 
Okay. We're going we're gonna to stay gonna, for we're a bit. We might stick around. We go into this room. There's a Picasso hanging on the wall, like a legitimate Picasso. Legit Picasso. And then we see uh, the boys, Alec and Bradley, uh, Ruben, nicest, yeah. nicest guys. And what was on his um, coffee table? That's what I'm getting to next. I, had a, I, I, had I know. I'm leading you in. I, 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 I want to be a part of this podcast oh, just as much as you are. You're a salty muffin. Oh, well, salty as can be, you know? <laughs> Um, so because they were good friends and Phil is, is a big Alec Bradley smoker, so there's the limited edition that comes out every year known as the Alec Bradley Fine and Rare. And uh, it's a very limited smoke, very good. And they made this huge humidor box for Phil Mulder. It's, it's a one of all. one. Yeah, yeah with, with his name on it. It's the only one ever made with all these different drawers, and each drawer um, has five or ten Fine and Rares from each year that it came out. From every, and that goes back years. And it has his name in it, and it was one of one that I was made, and that was it. It was awesome. And then um, we wanted to get to the work stuff first so we can yes, have, have we party get, time. we want to get out of So we can way. have party time excellent. So we sat, we interviewed Alan Rubin, also a nice guy, very insightful, very smart, um, and, and a, a good father, if I had to get a little he emotional. Is, he's he's a very he, good father. I look up to him as I, I, I said, I'm I mean, a father. I wish, I, I wish Alan Rubin was my dad. <laughs> terrible uh, now my dad would be all right with it <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think so have you met john libretti yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> you know, he'll give a shit <laughs> um I, I had to get him an uber this morning all last night terrified like what time is what time should i call the guy oh, i'm course. like no idea how he's like how much should i t i'm like dad don't you don't have to talk to him like don't even look at him he's fine it's he's gonna come he's gonna get you he's gonna take care what of kind him. of conversation do you think he had with i that? don't think he did uh, or maybe uh, maybe he's like that old-fashioned like car service conversation Oh, so what do you do? And my dad's sitting there with like reading like a booklet. Oh, I'm in investment. I mean, he's not, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I got you. Um, but so now we got to sit with uh, with um, Alec Rubin. Of Alec and of Alec. Bradley. So Alec, Al Alec and Bradley Rubin are the sons of Alan Rubin. Uh, they are the namesakes of the company, but now they are of age. They they're really getting into the industry and they developed their own line. I thought it was a really cool quote that both Alan and his sons said is when they came of age and ready to you know, kind of take more interest in the tobacco industry and the cigar industry, he said, you can, here's what you can do. You can either keep working for Alec Bradley you know, and rise up to the company, and you can be known as Alan Rubin's sons, or you can be known, like, go do your own thing and be known as Alec and Bradley Rubin. And that's what they did. They went, they used their own money, and they started their own brand known as Alec and Bradley Cigars. And we got to smoke one of them. It was called the, uh, the Gatekeeper. Um, very, very nice smoke. Very, very good smoke. Made for them by E.P. Cudillo. And these, these guys, man, let me tell you, very inspiring. For, like, young guys who had every opportunity to be spoiled and just do whatever they want and just, like, live off their, their father's money, you, you couldn't meet nicer, more the, humble you, guys. And you can see the passion that they have for tobacco right. and, and cigars. They don't, you know, like you said, just ride, ride the parents' money. They're, right. they, they're invested. They have their own money into it. And it, it can it shows within the cigars that they made. And they were and they were so humble. They were like happy that we were there. Not like that fake happy, like, oh, what's going on? Like they pulled us aside and said, Hey, you know, when we interviewed when you interviewed me a couple years ago, like you make it so easy, it's so awesome, I'm so glad you're and we we talked to them on a sidebar for like twenty minutes each, like yep. to making conversation and not the kind of and I listen, I know the conversation people make with you because uh, you're from a big company because they want your business or whatever. This was just like we were just having a good time with. Yeah, them. you had the conversation with Alec about watches, and I was Alex talking. Of, and I was talking to Bradley about sports. Well, I would love to have Alec on because he, like me, is into just like fine handmade products, so like good bourbon, good cigars, like watches. He's not all about just flash. He likes the craftsmanship behind it, which I could really appreciate. 
Um, so, but just just super nice guys. And listen, and I I ain't blowing smoke up no one's uh, no one's Sasquatch ass. But uh, that gatekeeper was really good. It was. That was really good. It was very good, and um, especially the fourteen year old Scotch. Oh yeah. Everything. So yeah, just Jesus. The the like the and, well oh, drinks. Hold on. And hold on, not even just the drinks. Your your true love <sighs> was there. I, didn't, I, didn't that, get, I wanted to go say hi to her. I never wanted, got to. You I wanted to so to. bad, just as bad as I wanted to go see the other person. Well, we're going to talk about that. <laughs> no, we're not. Yeah, we are. <laughs> um, so uh, the chef who was doing all the hors d'oeuvres, the horse divorce, was um, <laughs> uh, a lady by the name of Chef Nicole. She is a big-time chef in Las Vegas. She was the head chef at many of Mara Batali's restaurants before he did, you know, bad that all stuff. But uh, she was a head chef at Carne Vina, which um, has always been my favorite restaurant in the entire world. Unfortunately, because of Mario did, it closed down. But she was a head chef at Carne Vina, which was a top-notch Italian steak, like one of the best, in, the, in my mind, one of the best in the world. Um, and she did all the hors d'oeuvres. She had these little, little steaks little on the steak brigetta. Uh, a no, little horseradish uh, sauce yeah, on a nice... Some, they were, those, some of those waitresses were not too bright. She's like, oh, you want to try the steak tartare? I'm like, that's not steak. Steak tartare is raw. This was cooked steak. Oh, I don't think I didn't hear she, that. Yeah, she told me, like, oh, you want to try steak? Yeah, and that's well. why I was, I was hesitant at it. I'm like, oh, no, this just looks like rare steak, not, not the tar. So you made a big deal about it. I mean, in my head. Oh, and okay. then I wrote a letter, but it's still in the mail. I don't, I, I don't know why I waited to get back here to mail it. Yeah, well. <laughs> um, so the food was good. Um, drinks were good. Drinks were good. Yeah, just the well drinks. Just like the whatever whiskey, like, here, just take this glass of whiskey, was a Glen Fittich 14 and 18. It was a it was a good day. Know how party. to throw a party? It's a great party. And um, we got to meet a little bit of Lars, yep. Lars Tetons, who was uh, now joined the Alec Bradley family. One of the innovators back in the in the cigar boom days of the uh, of the infused cigar. He was a he was a he was a unique. He cat. was a show. He was a show. Um, could rip the guitar. Could do okay at karaoke. Uh, <laughs> but um, he was he was he was a cool guy. And uh, like I said, one of the innovators. Um, and Alan was telling us all about him. He's like an amazing chef. Uh, he, he, he makes his own spices that you can actually buy, uh, his own leather work. Um, so really cool guy and excited to try some of the cigars we got from, uh, from Lars. Mm. Give me a minute there. Well, I need, to, I need to hear what you got going on over there because the construction on my cigar is top notch, which I am not surprised. This is really good. There's, there's not a bitter taste Look in here at, at all. Look at that secret. Look at that. Check that out, secret. 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 What are you smoking? Buckeye. Oh. Crown heads. Man, we're 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 love the heads. We got We got to stop. We got everything. Crown heads. We do. <laughs> um. You need to get that watch. I've been trying to drop hints to him. I know you were. You were trying so hard. No, to try no to get those that watch. are. Oh, oh, you want to listen to this? I saw this on Instagram yesterday. So. Can wait two seconds. Huh? Oh, no, I need it. All right. You need a secret beverage. Um. So the Romacraft guys are uh, big into watches, and apparently what they do, and this is public knowledge now because it was on Instagram, is they went and one of their new reps, I uh, can't remember his name, but after his first trade show, they went and they bought him a goddamn Panerai Luminor, <laughs> and that's what they do for all their reps after their first trade show, is so they all have Panerai watches. Wow. Probably like, I don't know, seven, eight grand. Wow. Yeah. I can't hear what you're What saying. are you going to buy me after my first trade show? What do you want? I didn't say I wanted anything. Chris brought it up, not me. Listen, if I was making Romacraft money, I'd buy you a lot. <laughs> I'd buy you a lot. Uh, I, oh, I bought you a... 
I bought you that water in the hotel. You bought my distilled water for my CPAP. Yeah, yep, and I bought that. That, so was, that was my money. That was cash. That was cash money. That was, that was Nick Labretti cash money. I tried to win you I money. S- I saved your life you with that. You did save. Yep, you did. Sleep apnea machine. You're right. Instead of getting regular natural spring water and all the minerals in my lungs, I got distilled straight, straight, straight. Straight H2O. Straight, straight to the lungs. No, nothing else. Straight to the lungs, baby. Um, uh, Aroma Craft was a cool booth. Um, the new Baca coming out with the uh, Cameroon wrapper. Uh, probably some of my best photography was done at Romacraft because they had yes. no cellar. I like their displays. Yeah, displays were cool. So going on to up more booths, go to the Crown Heads because you're smoking that cigar, and I would love to know more about that cigar because I haven't had it yet. Um, it's, it's, like I said, it's chocolatey, and, and I didn't, not that I didn't believe John, but he was telling me because John knows that I'm a big um, Tennessee Waltz fan. And he's like, it's this, like a, you know, a broadleaf wrapper, but it's like it doesn't taste anything like, like the Tennessee Waltz. And he's right. Um, they have similar characteristics, but like if, if you blind tasted both these cigars, you'd be like, these are these we different tobaccos. Do that. We can't now. Now we know. No, we'll just have a whole show, and he'll do like just crown heads, and we got to pick which one it is. Yeah, but nothing from up here. That would be a waste of a Tennessee Waltz, now, wouldn't it? Well, unless that's the last one, now we, we can just finish. No, it I can't do that. that. I can't ruin this. Um, uh, the crown heads booth is always cool. Um, smaller in nature, which I which I like. Um, a few chairs, but uh, I love the wood paneling. He has very, it's very Americana. He's so he very has, humble. I think uh, his John booth is, was very humble looking. I think if, we, that, if that makes sense. I think there's there's f- listen. There's guys in the industry. I'm not gonna say they're not humble, but they really. I'm not gonna oh, say who they are. Yeah, they, really, they really, they really, they really play up the stardom of of who right. they are or who they think they are. Um, guys like John don't at all. No. John makes cigars and he likes when people smoke them. That's, yep, that's, that's his it. whole thing. He was texting me throughout the show like, hey, if you want more, you know, come back and let me know. He gave us more hats. Um, the booth is really cool, very Americana, like hardware signs and all the hats laid out and pictures of like Johnny Cash, all the cigars, you know, the Court Reserve was out there, the, uh, the La Carême. Um, it, it was like walking into, uh, like, uh, what's that show? Um, American Pickers, like, w- like walking into their, not like where they pick, well, it's like walking office. into their, their shop, like how it's Got nice you. and set up and all this cool antique stuff. Very, very nice. Um, very nice setup. He's a great guy. He really is. He really is. Um, Matt Booth was small yet fun. He had two arcade games there. He did. I didn't get to play. We didn't get to play. No, we didn't. He was he was packed. Well, he had a lot of releases. He had a lot of releases. He might have. He was up there with the most. So he has. I think he was up there with the big the big boys. Even though he's. Yeah, but even some of the big boys, like he he had just as many as Rocky Patel. Yeah, the payback. He had the big. Oh, that I'm really so the big payback for those of you. I think a lot of you who have been cigar smokers for a couple years remember it was. um, it was, I'm not going to call it his budget offering, but it was, it was the lowest priced um, Room 101 cigar when he was doing it with Camacho. Um, and he called it the big payback because it was the same quality tobacco as his other cigars, but he reduced the price by like a huge margin. It was like a 6 $7 cigar because it was literally paying back his loyal customers. So a regular Room 101 might go for like 10 or 11 maybe even $12. This one was like 6 Huge seller. Like, huge, huge, huge seller. A lot of people commenting on the YouTube videos yeah. about that. Oh, yeah. Were, people are very excited. And now it's back. Well, a slightly tweaked blend using my favorite tobacco of all time. I got to get a picture of this ash. Sorry. Go, go. Can you go ahead. I'm here? listening. No, I'm I want you to get your ash picture. No, I'm listening. I can't. So, just touch up your ash a little bit. Shh. Rub oils on your ash. Shh. I don't, I don't want it to break. Um, but... What were we talking about? Oh, so he's got the Room 101, the big payback. He has the Doomsayer. Which is an awesome name. He has the Farce Maduro. Yep. And he has the 10th anniversary. Doesn't he have the Farce Connecticut, too? And the Farce Connecticut. Which I smoked that one. That was, that was good. That was good, too. 
I'm really starting to get into the Connecticut now that I've gone. You gotta just find. I, re- I really, yeah. I'm really starting to branch out and and really enjoying. And and they always say like time of day, what what cigar to have, and I'm really taking that into you know um, circumstances, consideration. Taking into consideration. There wow. you go. Well, it's just like uh, when I interview. Oh, I, that was actually. So there was two interviews I did. Uh, people I had never talked to before, um, but both very insightful, and I enjoyed them very, very much. Excuse me. I had a little Coca-Cola burp. Um, the first was Dr. Cuenca, uh, yep. um, who was the president of Hoy de Nicaragua. Very former cool guy. For, not, not prime minister. <laughs> former government minister in trade in Nicaragua. Bought the company in... Uh, I've been telling everybody prime minister. Okay, was, they don't have it. Okay. Well, that's what I'm telling people. It's a socialist regime. They don't have a prime minister. They have like well, a... Well, they now do have one. And it's him. Think of like... Thank like, you, doctor. Think of like Soviet Russian governments. There's always like, like the minister of, of propaganda. Like he was, like he was like a minister. Gotcha. Um, but of very prime. nice guy. Very smart guy. Um, and also very happy... You can see he, he was he, he didn't come from a, a long line of like tobacco family, but he was very passionate about it. Um, and I got to sit with him, and I got to smoke the Hoy de Nicaragua Numero Uno. So the Numero I'm Uno, so excited it for was that. it was actually named um, by Half Wheel as the number one. I can't remember if it was the number one cigar of the year for Half Wheel or if it was the number one on the consensus, which is like when they take it's all the different lists that they do. Um, it was a cigar that was an originally made by Hood in Nicaragua. Well, by the way, the oldest factory in Nicaragua, f- celebrating 50 years. Um, and they would give it out to like foreign dignitaries and diplomats. Um, and then it became and a very... Ministers. And prime ministers. It became a very exclusive event only cigar. And then this year they decided to release it to the general public. That, that might have been... I, know, I haven't had the Forest Connecticut yet. I haven't had the Sober Mesa Connecticut yet. That might be the best Connecticut cigar I've ever had. That's it up was, there. It was. It had the characteristics you look for in a Connecticut. It was smooth and creamy, but it was a medium body. You said that it was just as good as the Davidoff White Series. I put it up there, absolutely. With the Davidoff White Series, I was like, I need to have mm-hmm. this. Now, I'm not going to put it up there with like a Winston Churchill because it's vastly different. Winston Churchill well, is a str- yeah. medium to full body cigar, strong, different kind of tobacco. But when you look at the super highest end of Connecticut cigars. You have your Monte Cristo Whites, you have your Monte Cristo Classics, you have your Davidoff White Labels, like the original White Labels, you have your <coughs> your uh, Ashtons. That was up there with, with the best of them. Um, and that size, it was like a thicker Lancero-ish size, but still, a lan- like, but still thin. It, was, it burned perfectly Came well. in a beautiful blue and white box. It did. And you're going to see me smoking on the, um, the, Dex- the, the Daily Grind episode coming out in August. Yep. You'll see that. Um, very, very good cigar. Very good. Who else? Let's talk about uh, Caldwell. Caldwell. Man, that man. That man can't. That man can't own a whole shirt. <laughs> no. I, I was having a rough time micing that guy up. <laughs> you know, just put it on his I chest. I felt hair. like I was touching him everywhere. Yeah, but he <clears> liked <throat> it. Excuse me. He loved it. I did. No, he did. He, well, I did too. Hmm. So I'm glad he loved it. Did he tell you? He, it was funny. We had, we had to push back our interview with him because he went hiking in like the mountains and then hated it. He's like, he was well, he went, he went hiking in the mountains and didn't realize that as he went up higher in elevation, it got colder. Yeah, he's, uh, you think it's going to be hot? And, on and top he's of wearing mountain? shorts and a t-shirt and hiking. And probably it, only half a t-shirt. Uh, probably, <laughs> probably. And uh, he gets up there and he's freezing. 
I know. Well, he had a good time. He did. And I'm, I'm glad he got to enjoy some hiking time before yeah. the yeah. big show. Um, I like his booth, too. Uh, similar to Crown Heads and like that very like nice wood. I like wood. I like dark woods. I, I, you know, like a wood background on something. Um, I don't like steel to like wood has character in it, and it and it enhances what it's around. Like a like a wood barn, or like yeah, a wood well, door. Yeah, well, I think it comes what his cigars are. What and it's craftsmanship, right? Craftsmanship. Um, so his booth was really cool. Um, oh, we got to talk to the gentle giant. We did. Omar Frias, another couldn't meet a nicer guy. No, he was so excited that we. He, he I felt. I, I'm not trying to boost our egos here because we are we know who we are we're just two freaking jadrus. who are you um but he was like so honored to have, like you're gonna stop by my booth i'm like yeah man of course we're gonna oh. get you uh excited for that i can't remember the name but that little like um poquito cigar he had coming out it was out. his original the first one he came out with i'm terrible with names but he made mm. it little petite size and then, yeah cigars. and then the uh, uh and then inverso, inverso boxer yep um, and he's got more beers coming out. I can't wait more to have him beers. on the podcast. That'd I can't be, wait That's going to be a lot of fun. Um, oh, I'm going to need an Uber home after that podcast. We got to finish up with Steve. So we, 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 when we sat with Steve, he had, of course, the uh, Sobre Mesa Brulee, but then he also had the um, Mi Carita Tricky Tracky or Tricky yep. Traca, yep. which is uh, going to be a little firecracker of a smoke. You know what? I just had an idea. Mm-hmm. I think bes- besides having guests, I think we should, we should do all new releases every, every Friday. What do you think? Do going you forward, you know, having all the cigars that we got on our podcast. No, why? Because I don't want to smoke them. There's, they're mine to save. Well, I understand that, but what I'm saying, if there's, Greg, if don't try have, to take my cigars. If we have, no, I'm not taking them. I you're got trying just, to take them. I from got me. them just as many as you. You're did. trying to take them from me, Greg. <laughs> I'm not taking anything. I'm enjoying talking about the cigar, and and I get to actually enjoy the cigar. I told my wife when I got them home, I'm like, I'm never going to be able to smoke these. I have no time for this. I'll take them. No. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. I'm, All right. I'm well, very uh, yeah, I know. OCD, especially... No, no, it's not called OCD. It's very diva-like with your cigars. I, first of all, I am not diva-like at all. I gave him a whole bundle of cigars yesterday. That has nothing yesterday. to do with giving, him, giving people stuff. I don't like to smoke something right away if it's the only one I have. And that's what I'm saying. It, it doesn't have to be the only one that we have. We if if we only have one left... Are we planning a caper? Sure. I, I, don't said, li- I don't like capers. Not in my food. Not a fan. Yeah. <laughs> the chicken chicken franchise has that. I don't like chicken franchise. I don't like the. Oh, I, I hate those typical like wedding meals. Like oh, who's chicken franchise? Typical it, wedding meals. You know, like well, you get. Oh, no, or, you know, like, it's at, not at, a, at every Italian at, restaurant. At a, at a that communion. You go to. It's always chicken franchise. Well, because they the people that have those parties are not an original. I'm sorry to tell you that. Although penne vodka is good anywhere, any well, time of day, mm, especially if no, one, if no one steals it from you. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I, the guy that stole nineteen cents too. The milkman. I can't believe he stole my eleven cents. Cometh. Unbelievable. So I go and I get these sodas. I should have said some. Should have. I got. I got. I got too amped up that I felt like I was gonna jump over the uh, little display. So I buy the two sodas. Well, it was three dollars and thirty nine cents. Mm-hmm. Pay with a five dollar bill. He gives me a dollar fifty. I'm waiting for the other eleven. I'm talking to Keith, the other guy on the, on the floor, and we're talking about all the new cigars that were coming out. And he cracks open the dimes. He puts the dimes in the thing. He takes 11 cents, puts it right in his pocket. Want to report him? <laughs> I, I, you know. Let's get him. But it's too late now. And we have video. We have, we have audio evidence now of, well, of we, thievery. So, you know. I'm going to let that guy have, you know, karma kicking the butt. You know what I'm saying? For that I, think he already, I think he already did. If you, yeah, this is yeah. true. 
I would just give that guy 11 cents if I saw him on the street. Like, <laughs> here's 11 cents here, for your man, milk. You, you need this. Here's, here's your 11 cents for your crackers, for your New England clam chowder <laughs> that you eat every day. Um, no, it's, but it's also, um, I like to, when I get the first one, especially something like this where they're not going to be coming out for several months, I like to save them so that way when they come out in September, October, I can, you know, smoke a fresh one and then see how, oh, well, this was the first one. This came out six months ago, and it's been sitting in my humidor. Let's see how the, what the taste difference is. That's what I like to do. Well, back to Steve's booth. And, yeah, and so the, the Tricky, tricky Traka uh, coming out. Um, and I, do you know, and you know what else he gave us? Because we were special friends. Sober Mesa. No. And? He put an extra one in our bag. So the bag only had the Tricky Traka and the Sober Mesa in it. That was like the bag he no, was getting No, the out. bag had this Sober Mesa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Sin Compromiso. Yeah. Mm. He knew we were big fans, and he gave us some more. He did. Those are so good. So good. Those are so good. Um, Nick Melillo, booth, bumping, music. He's wearing his little, I don't know what the name of it is, but I call it the Samuel L. Jackson hat. You know, like the hat Samuel L. Jackson, but Samuel L. wears it backwards. Right. It's the golfer hat. The old school golfer. Yeah, hat. It's, it's not a beret though. It's, no, no, it's not a beret. That's not. It's like what all the top. Not berets it's not berets in golfing a, it's either. A, it's a Super Mario hat. No. Kinda. Yeah, it's like it's no, like Super gonna, Mario is a lot bigger. It's a bigger. Well, yeah, because he's also well, he, he's also like no, a, it's a, a golf, cartoon. It's, it's so a has, golfer hat from like the the sixties. No, but it's an Italian hat from like the nineteen tens. Like all the Italian immigrants wore that hat. Like, like okay. gra- all my grandfathers owned that hat. Well, we have to look this up. Chris, can you look up hat? Look up hat. Just, just look up hat. I wonder what the CEO for hats is. I wonder where it goes. Like, I wonder what, what the top three. Well, I'm going to tell you right now because I'm on it. Hats. It's hats. Hatsun Miku. Hatsushuna. No, 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 no. Like, like the websites. If you just type in hats, like what are the websites? Yeah. I, the Village Hat Shop. That's an ad. That's lies. Lids. Oh, lids. Yeah. Can you, Chris? You, do you know what to look up? Like, look up. All right, type in. But I type in like a, like Italian hats, like old time Italian it's a, hats. It's the same thing. I know, but I want to know the actual name of it. It's oh. got to be a name. It wasn't made famous by just golfing in the '60s. Old Italian immigrants wore these hats in like, in like 1910 in Brooklyn. It is. All right. Well, anyway, we're going forward because I didn't find it right. John Huber had a nice hat too. He did. Maripit? We don't have to wait for him. No, we're not going to. Um, That's not it. So so Nick has a few new things this year. Yes. He had... That's um, one I just said to someone, was the new Lancero. Of the Tabernacle, Tabernacle, Havana Havana Seed, Connecticut 142. Big fan of Lanceros, especially, you know... I like... Him and Steve Saka equally, but where you are, like, Steve can do no wrong, to me, Nick can do no wrong. There's been nothing, not, not that Steve does wrong, but you know what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. Nick, uh, and he's always been good to me. He's such a nice guy, but his cigars have always, he's able to take tobaccos that, like, like I was never a big Connecticut fan, but the original High Clear Castle is just Well, phenomenal. go watch the video of the interview, because he really goes into depth of why, you know, the fermentation of the rapper. Nick loves Connecticut. Loves, Nick I know. I love, I love the little stab you had about the the fine Connecticut River. No, it's the it's the mighty Connecticut, the mighty. dude. When we were when we would drive over, like if we were going to get lunch, we were going to see the fields or something. When we visited him two years ago, he, we'd just be driving. He's like, he would like, look, like open the window, like look, just look out, 
Look at that mighty Connecticut River. For, for, the Connecticut River is like a, a big, it's like a river, but it's not well, it's like a, a Mississippi river. or like no. an Amazon. Nope. But he's so passionate about so many, like he would literally, we'd be driving and he would pull off to the side of the road and like, hey, something wrong? And he's like, look at this old barn. Look at the wood. Look at the, the wood doors on this barn. Then we would drive another mile and he would stop. We're like, hey, what's, what's wrong? He's like, do you see that, that eagle? Look at that beautiful eagle flying across Loves the Connecticut. Connecticut sky. Loves it. Loves Connecticut. You should remember the look on his face when I'm like, would you ever use Pennsylvania Broadleaf? Oh, yeah. It's like he laughed at you. He'd like spit on you. It was, yeah, he was like, <laughs> I, I, he was confused. He was like, uh, what, no? what, what are you saying to me right now? Um, also a big release from him this year was the High Clear Castle Victoria. That's, that's, the, old, that's the new cigar he came out with in terms of new blend, totally new cigar. Um, so the High Clear Castle, um, as many of you might know, is the big castle from... Scotland? Uh, Downton Abbey. Right. That's where they filmed Downton Abbey, mm -hmm. you know, the, the, the program. Yep, the program. Um, and he became friends they filmed with... filmed exactly at that place? Yeah, that's like the, oh, the castle they? that they used. Um, and he, and he, uh, he met up with the... Oh, I can't remember the guy's name. The Count or the Duke of... Uh, I want to say is the Duke of Car Carvin Carnivan. Can you... Take it, Chris. Can you just if you Google it's High okay Clear Castle... I want to give the people accurate give, information. Give the people, you know... Ascot cap. There you go. Thank you, Secret. Appreciate it. High clear. So it's H I. Oh, I don't know. You know how to spell high? It's it's not like high dash clear. It's one word, and it's clear is spelled differently. Yeah, well, you try to help a guy out. H I G H C L. We just went through this whole thing about that he can spell, and you're trying to help him spell, and now you're spelling it to him. Is that what just happened just now? What, what's wrong with you? Because he's got to be freshly, you know, he's got to be fresh. He's, just, he's a salty muffin. You're a salty muffin today. He's like a salty biscuit. Can we can we keep using that? I really like that term. Well, you can use whatever you want. You you just used it. You used it. Well, I used it because I was, we I had was a, helping you out. Uh, quick deviation while he's looking up that. Oh, did you get it? Yeah. Did you want to know what it is? No, the, the Duke of, it should say who owns it. So uh, we got hose on our first day for breakfast. We went down to like the little cafe in the Treasure Island. I got two eggs with bacon and sausage and, and I, a coffee. And I had an omelet with mushrooms, onions, and cheese. And it was seventy dollars. Seventy dollars. So we stopped and doing that. You know that, that I'm a we are a bargain. You're a little more bargain, but yeah, that, but that, that was that was terrible. Yeah, well, you're you're bargain because you have purpose. You have people you got to take yeah, care of. But at the same time, we needed a bargain because of our budget, and that was not a bargain. That was so not. we ended up going to we had to eat like well, we paper. To, we went to go later. to we went to go get uh, Bouchon, which is like this nice little Parisian cafe. We got like two coffees, and you would get a thing, and I would get a muffin, and they had this amazing blueberry muffin that had like some salt it was like salty and sweet it was so good but every time one of us got like a little angry or frustrated because we were just so tired we were so know, tired so if he got like a little fresh i'd be like oh man you're being a salty muffin right we now. did we did very good i was surprised that we didn't kill somebody I, I, <laughs> we, were, I, we, were, we, we were we had our moments yeah. and and we went back and we had a goal and that's that was it and we got it done i feel like we got to take chris out just because i feel like he's a I'm real gonna, salty i'm gonna take care of chris are you? Take care of him. Ooh. Yeah, I never seen a guy glow so much before. Gotta put him in the trunk. <laughs> no, you're not. You know, no, no. he's so salty. <laughs> what do you got there, bud? The, the owner is um, George Herbert, uh, Earl of Carnivon. Carnivon. See, I was close. All right. So anyway, back to that because we deviated, uh, like a septum. Um, 
he is the, so he met up with this duke and they became friends and then they first high clear castle cigar what they wanted to do what the duke wanted to do was create a blend a cigar blend based upon what his ancestors would smoke in the 1800s you know when they would have these big diplomatic parties and they would talk business of state and the castle and so they actually found all the old records of the cigars that they were purchasing at that time and what kind of tobaccos they were used and so he recreate nick recreated the, the blends and so the first one was the original High Clear Castle, very upscale Connecticut, in that Hoya de Nicaragua, Numero Uno, Davidoff, White Label realm. And then this year, he created a little more robust version with an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, the first time he, he's ever used one. So he's not using the, the actual tobaccos that were no. used in those cigars. They he, were mostly, he, they were probably Cuban tobaccos back right. then. Right, okay. So he just took yeah. what he knew from Cuban tobacco. Yeah, and he was and able to, to kind of mat, you know, simulate the flavors. But my thing, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, I'm a huge fan of the cigar right now. It's a top. But when you look at a cigar from Nick Melillo, they are visually some of the most stunning. There is not a deep vein in there. They don't look rough. Some cigars I like to look rough. I like how that this looks rough. I like that like, like the Kristoff has a very rough and rugged look yep. to it. Everything from Nick Melillo, it, it looks like it was made in a machine. That's how finely tuned these cigars are. And I'm very excited to smoke that. And uh, we might be going up and visiting him in September. Yep. We should definitely definitely, definitely take a Saturday and, uh, and go up there. Um, let's keep going. Let's keep rolling here. Who else we got? We got to have a very nice dinner with Dane Devereaux. We did. Dane nice Devereaux, Mexican restaurant. Nice that Mexican was actually, I think, one of the top uh, dinners we had there. For me, at least. Yeah, maybe because of the atmosphere. We had a good time. We had a, we had I a loved time. My, my short rib was on point. I like that I had that chicken with the chocolate the mole, sauce. The mole, mole. sauce. But uh, we sauce. sat with Dane Devereaux. For those of you who don't, I don't think anyone probably knows. Probably but uh, not, Dane know. is a very dear friend of mine who works for Altidus USA and does a lot of their a lot of their private labels. So he did um, like the new uh, Monte Cristo uh, by AJ Toro that we have in the red box. He, he worked on that. Um, very, very smart guy and very nice guy. Well, on top of that, we can talk about the new um, Española and the 175th Upman that just came out. I um, want. I wish I could talk more about the 175th. I, I didn't try it yet, but we got to smoke the H Upman, the new H Upman. So yeah, I guess we're we're going out to this yeah. now. The uh, new H Upman. Got a problem? What happened? <laughs> I don't, he, the way he like leaned forward, I thought he was like saying like, "You got to do something." <laughs> I couldn't tell what he was doing. Um, <sighs> thanks, Secret. He's directing. Um, you know how bad I am like in the middle of a video if you try to direct me because like, I can't hear what you're saying. <laughs> oh, Anthony, yeah. Anthony, that, that, Anthony, Anthony would be like, I can't hear you. And I'm like, and Anthony wants me to do a pointy ear. Oh, well, that's why now I just bring my hand in and point the microphone there to you. you. Um, so the H. Upman Hispaniola, uh, Jose Mendez. So uh, the uh, Mendez family has been growing Dominican tobacco for many years. They're one of the main suppliers for a lot of the uh, Monte Cristos and Romeos, um, the Allure and Pilotico tobaccos that you're familiar with are grown by them. So the Monte Cristo Pilotico, which came out, that, that came out at my first trade show in New Orleans back in 2015, the Monte Cristo. No, not that, I'm sorry, not the Pilotico, the um, 50th anniversary, which had Pilotico tobacco in it. So the Menendez, the Mendez family grows that tobacco. So Jose Mendez, I guess, is the, the head of that farm. farm. And they crafted a new H. Upman that is definitely on par with the And H. we got Upman a bigger size than what we had, so I'm I interesting to see. I think it would probably be, it's probably going to be a little bit chiller. 
okay. but still have the the, the, the bomb. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be as complex, but maybe the strength is going to even out a little bit more. But we smoked a robusto size a few weeks ago of this new Hispaniola, and it was bro, it was good. Bro, it was good. It was really it was good. Really good. And then you had the one seventy fifth and the nice. We got to see the boxes, which were, yeah, were another, very uh, unique. Another great, safety deposit yeah. box X look to it. Another great cigar made by uh, AJ. I think makes that for them, I believe, or maybe it's Placencia. I don't remember. I can't remember either. I think it's AJ. Pretty sure it's AJ. Is it? Yeah. Well, we'll verify that later on. Um, and, and then, then uh, the Monte Cristo Cincuenta. Uh, yep. Um, that was that beautiful video. I was playing. Oh, yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, that was uh, that was made obviously by the Grupo de Maestros because that's commemorating um, the 150th anniversary. 50th anniversary of the factory. The 50th anniversary of the uh, Tabacalera de Garcia factory where Monte Cristo's are made. Right. Um, then the Trinidad. The Trinidad Espiritu. Very. That looks. I got to smoke it. That looks very good. Yeah. Like the wrapper looks neat. Like a very very tight and neat, which I like. And um, also, even though it, it was released a little bit before the show, the new Espada Oscuro from Monte Cristo, right. that nice that Oscuro is going to be nice, dark, yep. and rich. That's a cigar you can't smoke like with nice clothes on because it oh, yeah. it, it's just going to be very smoky and you're going okay. to get that, that cigar smell. And Unless then, you're into that sort of thing. And then they had the uh, Aging Room bin number two. Is that that's bin number new two? As well? Yeah, from Rafael Nadal. Um, and the, the Henry Clay Warhawk. Yeah. They had the motorcycle. They had, yeah, they gave away a motorcycle to uh, Corona Cigar, actually. I yep. think won the motorcycle. Uh, beautiful, like, World War II-esque motorcycle. We got to hang out with Travis, who gave us a little yep. tour of the booth. Check it out on YouTube. Yeah, very, very nice booth. Um, and they won. And so. they won. They won Best in Show, I guess. Best, I think, large booth. Best large booth, which was, that was a tight race, though, because it between was. them, as, uh, Drew Estate, and Davidoff, they had some competition. Hmm. They definitely had some competition. They have they have they medium have different sizes. Yeah. yeah, Steve Saka won for um, medium size. Medium, booth. but they have different they have different kinds of medium. So they have like medium and then like a number. Medium, he won like medium, medium five to ten, I think it was called. You could see he posted. They'll post it on their on their Instagram pages when they win. And then there's a few other awards that like Hatfield gave out some awards. Cigar Coop, you know, a bunch of the review websites yep. gave out awards. Cigar Which, Dojo. Next year, we're gonna have our own. Well, I'm gonna awards. do it this year. We're gonna send them out to them. Oh, we it. are. I'm gonna do it. Yeah. We're going to have a, a little award. Well, because I, I, I got to do it. I, I can't get everything engraved and done while we're there because we don't know who's going to win until we go. So This is true. Um, uh, we went to uh, General's booth, yep. which was impressive. The Cohiba. The Cohiba. That, that one is getting stored for a while. Yeah, I'm not touching that one. We hung out with Sean Williams. Cool cat, man. Yes, he is. He's a cool cat. Yeah, he is. Uh, very knowledgeable, very nice guy. Um, he's the brand manager for Cohiba. He actually Cohiba. also blends the cigar. And he, well, yeah, he's a cigar blender. We had yeah. him on, uh, we didn't do a podcast with him, but we yeah, had him interview. on the, 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 like an interview show. Um, and we went all over the new branding of Cohiba, and he went over the brand new Cohiba Spectre, which I, I mean, I, I never smoked the old one. But in terms of the box design, the new one I like better. I didn't like the the. They used to it came in like the circular box before. Now it comes in like that, Rectangle. almost like a trunk. Yeah, I said I said in the video it looks like the trunk of a Bugatti when it would open, just okay. like like kind of gull wing doors. It was Very hard to nice. hear you when I was shooting with all the. Hey, that's because the there, yeah, right. there was a lot, there was a lot of you know there was that lady there. It was a whole bunch of nonsense mm-hmm. going on. That has nothing to do with it. No, it okay. was that loud. No, no, that was a that was a Camacho when that lady. Oh, in. the lady that walked in the middle of the, yeah. the camera. And 
Is that on? Like, will you see that in the video? Did you edit? Did you put B-roll over that? Oh, you shouldn't have. That no, we should have ever. I, this lady, so I'm filming. I have the tripod set up. I'm directing traffic. This lady, I put my hand up for stop. And she just looks at me. And she's like, uh, keeps walking, but her head's on a swivel, still looking at my hand. And then finally realizes when she's in the middle of the shot that she needs to duck. And it was the worst ducking display I've ever seen on mankind and on this earth. If she was wanted for a crime, they got a clear view of her. Yes. Like she's, uh, absolutely. they got you. And then, of course, I'm going to assume the husband was right next to her. And just, you just see the, the slow shaking of the head of like, I can't believe you just did that. 50 years. I was like. <laughs> 50 uh, years we've been married. You know, like, I thought you were a little bit better than that. And um, uh, so that was that was awesome. But going back, go back to general. Um, so Cohiba came out with some uh, the, the new Spectre, very high end. I think it has a ninety dollar MSRP. Um, talk to our dear friend Laurel. Yeah, sweet, what is sweet that, Laurel. The Palladium, right? Palladium looks cool. Now, what do you remember? What she was talking about on that? Because I, I, I couldn't it's, hear. What, uh, it's what's, it's part of the. It's it's in the Inspirado so, line. Right. Yeah, what, it's going to be part of the Inspirado. Do you remember? The it's blood? got a Connecticut rapper, Ecuadorian Connecticut rapper. Okay. Um, I just thought it looked cool. I like the silver. Yeah, the holly, and I'm pretty sure Palladium graphic. was that element that Iron Man used to make his his Komasigyam, his thing. Oh. When he made his arc reactor, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure when he was taking apart all the weapons in the cave to right. make it, I think it was Palladium is okay. what he used. Um, and then they have the um, the M by Macanudo, which is their infused line. So originally they had the M by Macanudo coffee, and then this year there was a, there's a bourbon one. Right. Not, not even just bourbon. It's actually this cigar is crafted to go hand in hand with an old fashioned. So it has some some taste of orange bitters in there. It has the bourbon taste, and which it kind of cool. matched her shirt. No, that was the other one. That was oh. the heritage. I'm trying to remember what it was. Uh, what was it? it was a yeah, Macanudo Heritage in the yellow box. Oh, yeah. Don't they have a heritage with us? That's the heritage reserve. Oh, okay. This is this is not reserved. All right. Everyone can get this. Walk it in any time. Right. They take, they take walk-ins on this. Mechanism. Just like how you can't do reservations online, but you call, they're wide open. Every restaurant we called in Vegas, you look online and do reservations. Nope, you can't do this. We call. I'm like, let's just call. See. And then you call. I'll be like, yeah, do you have a table open for three at this time? Yeah, we're wide open. I'm like, oh, okay. I, I like how I called uh, the one restaurant. Um, and I asked them, like, hey, do you have anything for two people for like 730? Like, oh, hold on, let me check. She's like, oh, well, we have 945. I'm like, that's not 730. So when I asked you for 730, you should have just said no. Well, you said, no, nah, it's a little too late. Do you have any other times? And she's like, no, 915. And you're like, no, nah, it's too late. Thank you, bye. <laughs> but I'm like, like, just say, like, no, we don't have any. You, this is how you phrase it. No, sorry, sir, we don't have anything at that time. But uh, we have a little bit later. If you like, you don't just say, oh, yeah, well, we, ha we have 930. Like, that's not, that's not close in time. You should it, do it in the suggestion box. What, I filled Italian steakhouse? Yes. That, that was good. I like that food. Yeah, it was all right. The soup was good. You didn't like, what did you get? You got, you got, got the seafood Alfredo. Fed, yeah, that was, that was a bad choice. Well, that's because you got seafood. First of all, Alfredo no, sauce is gross. I can't it's not gross. It's so but gross. it was just a lot of food. I got the, uh, the fusilli with the lamb shoulder was pretty good. Yeah, it looked good. Yeah, it was good. But yeah, the Mexican restaurant was, was really yeah. nice. Um, can uh, Coronitas? It was called Coronita was the Mexican restaurant. Yes, We've got those margaritas. Margaritas, so good. And then we went for a fancy little Italian dessert. We did. We went and, and got they kicked a, out that lady at the bar. 
Oh, that she was drunk. She was drunk. What are you guys drinking? Nothing. Y'all, it's Vegas. You gotta drink. Like, no, leave me alone. Yes, because what I want to do is be more like you right now. Yeah, like. I- but we got we went we went to this other place for like it was a little coffee and a little a little after you know it was our it was our last night there we flew out we were flying out the I next night I wanted something sweet so we I went to this little, little Italian it was an Italian restaurant but they had like a little cafe part in the back and we got espresso and cappuccino Dane got the um, gelati yep and then you got we the and you split the, ter- side, the tiramisu, tiramisu. We split it that like the a lady nice married came couple. and she made it in front of us. So she layered the like the custard the, in the finger ladies. The down. finger, the f- f- fingers first, finger, lady fingers, fingers first, and then the finger the, ladies. The fi- the, the <laughs> so lady. like a, like a, a, a women singer from the nineteen forties. <laughs> and now, ladies and gentlemen, the finger ladies. Ooh, my That's man what they call that. Home. Aren't they called that? Lady fingers. Uh, well, close enough. The finger ladies. Well, I, just, I thought of a good yeah, band. finger ladies and down then, the street. And then, <laughs> um, and then so she layered the finger ladies down, and then she added. Uh, <laughs> you're right. I want to say so many things right now. I know you do. I can tell it's you. It's like do. David Joyce's finger. Uh, oh God. <laughs> Southern gentleman. That finger. was the funniest conversation. Like we us three. Uh, anyway, so we need a pot. We need like long ash after dark. Yeah, we do. <laughs> uh, um, then the little coffee syrup chocolate stuff over top of the yeah, cookies. Yeah, and then and then the fresh <laughs> like home cookies. Stuff. The fresh shaved chocolate bar. And then the custard. And then the custard. And then, and the then fr- oh, like I just wanted freshly to, I wanted to open my mouth and just have her custard. shave chocolate all over in my mouth. <laughs> this this turned this really turned finger ladies Jesus oh, I found a title for the episode now you're uh, welcome <laughs> um, alright back to cigars who else was there oh we got Ricky Rodriguez from CAO coming out yep. with a few new ones a new uh, a, new, a new flathead and the, the CAO session which we're excited about what a nice guy he is a nice guy nice family nice, great family great great family um Keep moving on down the line here. There's so like much. We got so many. So much. Uh, AJ. AJ with the um, uh, uh, Gloria uh, uh, Diaz Diaz de Gloria. Yeah, the glory of God. Uh, very nice guy. Um, don't understand a word he's saying, but very nice guy. Uh, First time meeting him? No, I met him a few times. He well, he knew me when we yeah, walked he definitely in. Definitely knew you. I mean, everyone everyone knows the name. Nick. Nick, my friend. So AJ, AJ is really nice, and he likes to be, um, and and I totally understand it because I have trouble remembering names in this industry. Um, I mean, it's one thing you know manufacturers, but you know if a company has like ten reps and you meet five of them, it's you know it's it's a lot of people. The same in any industry, so it's hard to keep track of people. But um, but he likes to be respectful. So he, maybe he recognizes you, but he can't remember your name. He has like one of his guys. He's like, hey, I know this guy. Can you tell me his name? And he'll tell you. You think his this name. is what happens? No, I've seen it. I've seen it happen. You think this is what I've happens. seen it happen. It didn't happen that time, but I've seen it happen. All right. But really nice guy, very very passionate, and he he just loves what he. That's I asked him like, how are you able to keep up? And how much tobacco he has stored? My goodness, Maron. He's got some tobacco set up. Let me tell you, it's so. He's funny. like he's set for a, what like five ten years. It seems oh, like. Yeah. Well, that's a cool thing about Padrone too. Um, a drone has enough aged tobacco that if tomorrow tobacco stopped growing, like there's some weird Twilight Zone thing and tobacco just stopped growing, they have enough aged tobacco to make all their lines in, in full. You're so young, but so old. I know. But they have enough tobacco, a drone, to make all their current lines in full production 
for like 10 years. So the regular amount of Padrones we got, we, we, are, we are guaranteed for like 10 years. Right. Um, trying to go around. Southern draw. We didn't oh. talk about your... Oh, I haven't smoked big, big it yet because I have to wait. Oh, I know. I have to wait till my wedding day. <laughs> Southern draw we came can, out. We can remake your wedding day. I know, I know some people. Oh, you know the lady fingers? Yes. <laughs> uh-huh. Right up your alley. I would love to get married by the finger ladies. <laughs> um, Southern Draw came out with a... Oh, the uh, finger ladies. Oh, oh the, the finger, finger ladies. ladies. Oh, the finger ladies. Oh. I'll put your finger up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cheers to that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, so he had two new releases. He had the, um, you'll remember the name of it. Three, the, I thought. Three. So he had he the had, Kudzu. He had the Lustrum. That's the Kudzu. Yeah, and then he had the Desert of Sharon. The, the road, the Desert, the, of, the, the, the desert, desert of, of Sharon. The, the Desert Rose. <laughs> Don't go dying on me. Chris is dying over there. He's secretly dying. <laughs> desert Sharon, she's a nice lady. I didn't mean that. <laughs> the Desert of Sharon. <laughs> No, so he came out with a uh, two line. It's actually, desert. actually, all three of them were. <laughs> all right, sorry. Go ahead. I'm done. All three of them were line extensions. So he had the Kudzu Lustrum, which uses a uh, five-year-old tobacco in it, celebrating their fifth anniversary as a company. The uh, Desert Rose, which is an extension of the Rose of Sharon, and of course, of course, that fiery fire. big daddy heavy fire champion. The I should Jacob's do a commercial ladder. for that. Yeah, you should. You should boys. do a lot of commercials. The uh, brimstone from Jacob's ladder. Um, it was cool getting to talk to Jacob. Yes, really nice kid. Really nice, really nice fella. Um, we haven't he smoked was, it yet. He was on point on that video. Yeah, like, and he was, just woke up. He did. He did. He went to the show. Run right to the show and interviewed him. And I was like, "Who is this guy?" It's Jacob on the ladder. Uh, but the new Jacob's ladder. Um, Brimstone uses uh, double broadleaf, double Lajero. Um, double power. It's, it's just double. Everything about it is double. It's very strong from what we hear, and I'm afraid. I'm afraid. Yeah, me too. But we'll do it. We got to go out. For, when, when I get you in the next two months for a, a half night, we'll go yep. out. We'll get something to eat, and then we'll smoke a, smoke a Brimstone. Um, uh, we got to go to uh, Royal Adjo. Yes, we did. Our good friend Jamie was there. We got to meet Boris. And we got to sit down with um, a, a pretty cool figure in the industry in Boris Winterman's. Um, his family's been involved in cigar manufacturing. Uh, this is the fourth generation now, um, based out of Europe. There, uh, in case you guys don't know, you probably heard of it, the Panther Cigarillos, and even the Winterman's Cigarillos, you know, um, machine-made. Um, but he gave us a really cool uh, perspective on the machine-made cigars and how, hey, it's one thing if, you know, like, your mass market whatevers that use crappy tobacco. But in these, he's like, we use high quality tobacco. So when we use short filler, it just means that it's good quality tobacco. It's just, you know, basically chopped up. Right. And instead of having one long leaf, it's like it's still good quality, um, which is true, which is very true. We talked about the new, uh, the whole Balmoral line was his baby. Yep. It's, it's amazing. And then new. Pas- the new Paso Doble, Paso which Doble. is a, uh, a team up. We got to have that between, one. That was a good smoke. That was a good smoke. Uh, well, I'm going to let my other one sit for a little right. bit. Right. Yeah, me too. Because they legit got them, what, like, they got them like a week f- before? A week before the show, yeah. Uh, so that was a team up between Balmoral and uh, Lito Gomez of La Florida Minicana. That was, that was a really good smoke. And then the, um, the Duetto, which was the team up between him and E.P. Carrillo. 
uh, that was, I, I I liked them, and I and I I'm I'm what glad that they're double A's with the double the double yeah, A was double. with Lito Gomez of La Florida right. Minicana. Mm-hmm. Uh, very excited for for more from Balmoral. Uh, I feel like they don't get a lot of recognition. We're gonna they we're should. gonna give it to them. We're yeah. gonna we're gonna give it to you. Uh, who else? Is with you? So many. Uh, Zykar. Zykar. Mm. I met a very lovely person, um, Amanda, who's a marketing manager for Zykar. We had a, a very nice chat. The new Enzo Cutter. That thing looks sleek. Iron Man. It's, yeah, it's the Iron Man. It's the Iron Man. Call I it. call it Iron Man. Um, and the new, I can't Enzo, remember the name en- of the, the, the name of Enzo just seems weird to me. It's like. It's Ferrari. Yeah, it just sounds like I'm, hey, pass me the Enzo. It's like, are you passing me a human being or a cutter? Just saying. It's not a bad thing. It's just that's what I thought when I first saw it. I mean, there's Jacob's Ladder. If somebody asks you to pass you a Jacob, are you going to pick up a fella? <laughs> Here's the, oh, here he is. Oh, maybe a ladyfinger would. Oh, God. Um, do you remember? Because uh, you, you edited the videos. I can't remember off the top of my head. What was the name of that lighter? Was it the Tactical? I think it was a Tactical. It looked Tactical. Uh, it's this tactical. awesome, big, thick, bad boy square. Too. It was like a box press lighter. Right. It was like square. Was it? Yeah. You got to touch it. And it was a single flame, really cool. Uh, excited to do a lot with Zycar coming up. Yeah, they, uh, the wheel at the bottom looks really handy. Yeah, and Andy. make sure you follow her, Zycar, at Zycar Amanda. There's a lot of, lot of nice things. That's good. Yeah. Glad to hear it. Um, we went over Drew Estate. Well, we went over the, we had the acid room. So they have there. two new acid products coming out. Well, that, and I was going to go on the next thing. So I'll let you go with the acid. What's the first? next thing? The shady line is going to be now available. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's we'll go yeah, acid. Yeah, that's what we'll I was going to do. Yeah, well, I didn't know, so I just wanted that's to make sure. That's why I was sure. going to let you. Um, two new acid lines coming out. First, you have the acid twentieth, celebrating twenty years of the acid line. Twenty. Years. They didn't think it would last a day. It, it lasted six twenty months, years. Twenty years. One man, one cigar. One man, twenty acid, years. Acid coming out. Five at you. finger ladies. Um, the acid twenty. So that was good. I smoked that. That was good. And you know, the typical acid sweetness, but uh, at an enhanced level. And then they have a really cool project called the uh, Cuba Arte. They got five different of the biggest um, like graffiti street artists in Brooklyn, and they had them come up with five different designs. And so they made this blend. Um, I think it's the same. I'm pretty sure it's the same blend among all five. But then the bands are different, and they each come. They're packaged in humidified like water towers. That's, that's, that's going to be the packaging for the Cuba Arte. So really, really cool project from, uh, from Acid. And of course, we got to hang out with Dirty Fabian. We did. I mean, that guy's always a treat. He's such a such a he's, gentle. He's hilarious. He is. He is. He moves. Know, he, he's very know. flexible. I don't know how like, he has the energy. He's like you remember that? Uh, you didn't watch it. Uh, you, you know, he's like Squidward when Squidward does his like squid dance in SpongeBob. He's very like mobile. You know. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then yes, yeah, so um, Undercrown. Undercrown. Well, two, two, two thing. Two, two new. Th- not new, but. Two revitalizations. They did a anniversary edition of the Shady. So um, in 2014, Drew Estate teamed up with uh, Shady Records, which is Eminem's um, record label company. Uh, the co-founder, I believe the gentleman's name is Paul Rosenberg. Yep. Um, and they did a cigar called uh, the Undercrown Shady. It was only available in Detroit, where right. Shady Records is from. Um, and then they kind of released it. No, I said it was only available there. Now it's going to get a general release and a yep. uh, 20th anniversary edition, 20th years of Shady Records. And also they are doing a bigger repackaging of the Cigar Dojo release, which was the Undercrown Dogma. 
Right. So they're repackaging that. Um, and they have the new, uh, what was it called, the Excelente, the new um, Undercrown shade in that Perfecto f- format. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a new Undercrown shade and a lot of cool, cool new packaging. And then the uh, Brothers of the Leaf. And the new Brothers of the Leaf. So BOTL, for you, those of you who don't know, is a cigar organization. Not like an organization like a Cigars for Warriors, but like a, it's a group of cigar smokers known as Brothers of the Leaf. There's also SOTL, which is Sisters of the Leaf. Oh, there's, a, there's a big forum online that I'm a part of. Um, it's a good hashtag to use for, uh, for cigars if you're new to, to cigars on, on Instagram. And they used to have a bunch of different private labels made for them, you know, with, with their name. And this year it was from Drew Estate. uses a broad leaf wrapper. It does. Very excited. Um, and uh, they are also what? You keep going. Oh, and also Hoy de Nicaragua being part of Drew Estate. We already talked about the new Mora Uno. And the, the Deadwood. Oh, and then, and then uh, the new size of the uh, Deadwood um, Fat Bottom Betty. And then Antonio, Connecticut. I'm sorry. Well, that's I what I was going on and I cut you off. I'm yeah. sorry. I was trying to lead in. I was, I was there, and I wasn't. Now we're never where. You are salty, muffin. I'm so tired. Uh, yeah, so Hoya de Nicaragua, along with the Numero Uno, also released the new uh, Hoya de Nicaragua Antonio, Connecticut. So the Antonio line, the Antonio line is one of my favorites from Hoya going back years. And now they added a Connecticut version to it, but still in that spirit of robustness and flavor that the Antonio 1978, you know, creates. And um, the uh, Cinco Decadas, which is their 50th anniversary. Yep. Really. So a lot of good cigars from a lot of good things. Hoya de Nicaragua. Uh, we, got, we got so many more. Here, right? Who am I, missing? I think we're missing some black label. They're rebranding. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the? Are they coming out with? There's <sighs> more rebranding. Yeah, they, the they rebrand did, is, did, is on it, fire. It's awesome. And James is such a nice guy. James Brown, very nice guy. He looks very intimidating, but he's not. He at does. Uh, Tatawahe has the Mexican experiment coming out, and he's gonna announce soon two new monster series. Right. So we got two of those going to be announced soon. Uh, oh, speaking of secrets and unannounced, um, Chris is right there. What about him? Oh. Oh. Hmm. Good. Thanks. Good job. Uh, very under the radar release from Caldwell this year. It turns out that, and he and he alluded to this in the video we did with him, and then he expanded on it later. AJ Fernandez just took two of his cigars, basically smoked them, and then said to Robert, "Oh, these are good, but here's how I would have done these." And he re-blended them into like the secret edition. It's the uh, King is Dead and the Long Live the King. Do you have both of them still? Yeah. Okay. You said you were going to split one. Did I? You did. Oh, I don't remember that at all. You said to give me one. Oh, yeah, I don't, well, well, hold on. It's, it's breaking up. Can yeah. you hear me? Well, I thought you'd get you know, two more. Uh, but that, that's cool. I'm excited to smoke, though. He was so secretive about it. So secretive. I busted into his booth the next morning. I'm like, where's the secret? Where, where is it? Where is it? Where is Rachel? <laughs> Fear me. Oh. Uh. What else, man? It was a great show. Man, it's um, exhausting talking big, about it. Uh, big news at the show this year. Big news. Yeah. Can we um, talk about the cigars first? Because I feel like that I'm is. Fine. A, I'm trying. I was, but I was trying to change it up from just like I'm almost done. Just because you're talking bullet so much. firing cigars. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Who did we miss? We got to hang out. The, the guys from Dapper Cigars were really cool. Yeah. They gave us some nice stuff to try out. Christoph. Christoph. With, oh, we uh, got to try that new Jared, the Jared exclusive event only cigar from Christoph. Uh, Jared's a really cool dude. Really nice guy. You talked about Rocky. The, uh, the age limited and rare. Yeah. The uh, number six, which is a yep. 
very simple name that he, he even admitted it was, was just the number six, 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 six blend. test blend. Yeah. Um, and there was another one. So, so in that corner, remember? Yeah, We're I mean, trying I to look the, for I it. I have a picture of it. Hold on. Talk while I look at this. Or, you know, don't. Oh, <laughs> you want me to talk now? Um, it was the LB1, original factory code. Right. Yeah, that was nice looking. Um, a lot of Honduran from him, from what I recollect. Say that again? From a lot of Honduran tobacco in some of most... Yeah, he got his, I'm not going to say he got his start, but he uh, he used to use a lot of Honduran. Now his factory, the um, Tabacuza factories in Nicaragua. Um, trying to think what else, man. There was, there was so much, and I know we're missing some. I'm really, I'm really excited about that Enzo Cutter. Enzo Cutter. Did Drew. It was a big show, guys. I I mean, we, your I your face when we first walked in, even and they weren't even done setting up yet. You were like, no. Jesus. This oh, the My lot. Father. Yes. The My Father uh, Il Promiso, which you were really excited looks, about. Looks, looks gorgeous. It does. Their booth was just clean. Like, I, felt, I felt like it needed a chandelier. <coughs> it was very, like, I felt like a chandelier and like pink champagne and like champagne glasses. You know, it was I very think just fancy. regular champagne, but it could uh, be, pink. be pink. No, because the Promiso is pink. Yeah, it's a little overkill. Don't tell me, tell them. All right, I hung out with Yosef, our good friend Yosef. Um, I think we hit them all. I think I think we hit Camacho. Oh yeah, so in the Davidoff booth, obviously they also have uh, Camacho and Avo. Avo, we mentioned a little bit. It was the uh, une- uh, unexpectable or something. The unexpected. Unexpected. So four new releases from them. Um, didn't get too much into the details on it, but we have some pictures up that are really cool. And um, the Camacho Distillery uh, series or Distillery Edition, where they took the three most popular Camachos, the Connecticut, the Ecuador, and the Corojo, and they aged the tobacco in bourbon barrels, which Camacho is really hardcore into now, and they're yeah. getting really good at it. Right. Um, and they released a special edition of each one called the Distillery Series that should be hitting shelves uh, rather soon. Packaging on that looks awesome. What I liked this year, as opposed to last I mean, I didn't go last year, but in terms of the cigar releases, is... It sounded like we're going to be getting everything pretty soon. I mean, last year, we, the Tabernacle Havana Sea didn't ship until, like, December. Almost nobody has any of those two new Ligas because of how popular they're. Like, they, they only release them in, in raffle contests, and they only do, like, ten boxes at a time. But it seems like everything this year, even even more limited edition stuff, we're going to be getting it soon. So make sure you keep an eye out. We're going to keep updating you guys uh, through our blogs and videos. Uh, we should be getting a lot of this stuff relatively soon, though, which is good. Um, but... Big changes to the organization this year, and this is where we got to get honest because I really want to hear your opinion after after listening to everybody that we talked to. Yep. So they're changing the name of IPCPR to the uh, PCA. PCA, the Premium Cigar Association. And and what they're doing is they're allowing consumers to come to the show, mm-hmm. and they're going to take one day away, and the three other days are going to be for retailers. So the first day is going to be cons- for consumers. Yeah, it's going to be called Cigar Con. So basically, it's going to. They're planning it to be the biggest customer cigar event ever. You're going to buy tickets. Um, there's there's like four different ticket levels, starting like going from like th- I think like Let's a couple hundred dollars to, to like twelve hundred dollars. And you know it'll vary what you get, and then you get access to the floor for a whole day. show day. So eight hours, I believe it's eight hours, and you can visit all the booths. I'm, I'm sure there'll be some cigars being given, um, and. The big issue there, I mean, there's a, there's a few issues, and there's a few different ways to look at it. First, um, 
it could be good for the industry overall. It's a really cool thing to do. It's like a New York auto show. Customers get to come and see firsthand and maybe even smoke some of the cigars. Um, and then maybe they can go tell their retailers, like, hey, you know, we want you to get this. We just smoked it at the thing. It's really nice. Um, it can help uh, the PCA get some new money in to help in all, all the lawsuits, which we all want. We all want them to win in these in these court battles. However, it's 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 good for the industry, but I don't think it's good for business, if you know what I mean. No, I hear you. Well, because it's not like the auto show where you can go and just take a car. You get to look at the car, possibly sit in the car, and then that's it. Call it a day. With cigars, it's different because it's one of those things that you can actually hand to people and they can smoke them right there and then and things like that. The issue that I have with it is like they might go to, let's say, a foundation or crown heads and smoke that one cigar. And let's just say it's not their palate or it's not their type of cigar that they like to smoke. And right there and then their attitude towards that company is shot. And, and that's what I, I mostly worry about with everything besides that i think it's i think it's a good idea as long as people have that mindset that you can't you know it's that free cigar thing or or handing out those cigars if they get them you know you can't judge by that one cigar and that's where i i that's where i worry about so if they're not going to be giving out free cigars you know they can meet john they can meet jd they can meet the guys that are the masterminds of blending and then maybe raffle off a box or maybe do it more of a giveaway then maybe they have tickets or something like that where they can put it at different booths they want and maybe get into a raffle mm. of getting a free box or something but well i think the, the cigars is it's it's one of a few problems that a lot of manufacturers are seeing but i think that might be the first one um first in terms of if these guys are paying you got to give them cigars right and that's and you got to give them you know, if you're crown heads, you can't just be like, oh, we'll take one of our like, original four kicks. It's like our event cigar that we kind of give out. They're going to want something uber special. So yep. you got they got to pay taxes on those cigars that they give yep. out. And usually, you know, at a cigar event or even at the regular trade show, um, they give out cigars for, two, you know, they give out cigars either at an, a consumer event where you're buying a box, like, oh, buy a box, get these free, five free cigars. Or for us, they're giving it to us so we can smoke them and then we can get them into our store. Or in the case of me and Greg, like, oh, we want you to smoke them, post it on Instagram, review um, them, review tell them for us, they, tell everyone about the cigar. Right. Now you, you're going to be giving cigars like, oh, you, just because you're here, just, just have one. There's no direct benefit. The benefit for the manufacturers is very... There's like a lot of levels involved. Like, oh, well, if we do this for the consumers, then we'll get money for the PCA that can go fight in court and then hopefully help. Right. I think they're talking about there's going to be a reduction in cost for members of the PCA. They haven't released how much it's going to, re- you know, how much it's going to reduce the amount. I don't know if it's going to be significant to offset that. And also, um, from a business standpoint, because of legal rules and everything, with consumers there, no business can be done that day. So no retailers can sit with the manufacturers and buy their cigars and, and, and take advantage of their show deals. And, you know, for guys like us, it's, you know, we're a big company, you know, a CI or a Famous or a Corona. They get a lot of the deals ahead of time. And also we can afford to be there for that last day. Um, but for a small mom and pop shop, it puts a lot of strain on them. Like now they're going to lose a whole day especially if they want to go try to f- check out some new booths and, and talk about the cigars and negotiate. Um, I think it's, it's playing more to the masses than, than the good of the, of the, of the core. The bit. It's putting fancy new paint on a building, but that paint can also kind of hurt the wood on the interior. 
but you're like, but look, 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 look how nice it looks. Yeah, I mean, financially, we don't know, and that's I think the big difference that could sway yeah. our our opinion on it's it. Also, so, super expensive. It's got to be so expensive to do these shows. It's it gotta is be, gotta be. so the, expensive. The, the video doesn't even show the the pictures don't even show how massive these things. And you, we see eighteen wheelers after eighteen wheelers just dropping forklifts flying mm-hmm. around. The only it is the wild. only price that I know that was publicly listed on something was Skip Martin of Romacraft put that they had to pay. The Sands Expo, it was $5,000 just to hang the banner above their booth, which is like a flag. It was $5,000 just. So you got to think of the cost of setup. You got to think of the actual rental of the space because it's, you know, I don't know, $1,000 a square foot. And that's what what should change because they're having now consumers coming in. You got to remember, though, that's that's not really the IPCPO they're paying. That's the Sands or that's the Expo Center. They're, well, they're the, not involved the, in this. No, they are because the people that run the show have to. They're selling. They're selling the the size oh, booths. You know, what? I just thought that that's another shit in the stick. Hotel rooms. Yeah. Forty five hundred new people coming. Yep. We're gonna have to stay in Carson City. Yep. Or we can stay here and drive back and. We're forth. never driving. I know. What if we What if we rent an RV like a fancy one like no. a meet, like a meet the parents RV? Nope. Done that once. Really? Not to, not to Vegas, but to Ohio. It's terrible. Well, I guess I'm taking secret with me then. Go ahead. <laughs> take him. Want to take a secret trip? He's so excited. Look at him. Yeah. He's so secretly excited. Um, I don't know. Um, and also, and I'm, I'm obviously not going to mention names. There's a lot of guys who were on board for it. Obviously, Rocky Patel was very on board for it. But there was a lot of manufacturers we talked to that just, they gave us the political answer, but it was, it's just going to be very tough for them. Uh, I feel like some of the smaller guys were actually more on board because they already kind of try to limit their costs. So like, their booze aren't that expensive. They only bring us X amount of cigars. I feel like it's the big guys. You're like, how many, how many people are going to go into Monte Cristo and want free Monte Cristos? Like, yeah. All of them. Everybody. You know? Um, and these are companies that, not that they don't try to, they obviously do, but they don't really need to get their name out there anymore. No. They don't need to draw in brand You're new right. people. No, I know. It's, it's Monte Cristo. But it's Fuente. It's even, even the people that are driving the name and they get those free cigars, like I said, if they have it and they don't like it, you're, you're, you're shot. And then it's the next thing, too, is that they have these new releases and everything else. And, you know, they're going to keep asking, when's this going to be released? When's this going to be released? When's you know, it's like, great. I'm glad you got to try it. But at the same time, there's so many more levels to getting into your store that it might take it's gonna months. Take months. It does take months. And, and that's... And that's that's the issue. Uh, I I think it's also I'm, highly unregular to have a consumer try a product and then tell the retailer about it. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to wrap my head around it, but at the end of the day, it's the financial thing that these guys have to worry about that I, we don't know. And I think that's what it comes down to is money. Everything's about money. So that's what I don't you know that's what we got to figure out yeah but even even if it goes well and let's say the manufacturers break even the money they save on I on PCA dues is less that is a uh, is even with the amount of money they had to spend extra well then what's the point but at the same time there's always an end game to everything that people do and I think maybe by doing this would help with regulations and things like that and that's that's what you got to think of is everything is not next year it's the next five the next 15 that they're trying to do and this might give people the the fight to help you know with the regulations and things like that that we're dealing with we're staying at the venetian next year 
Oh. Definitely. I'm not, I'm not doing Treasure Island anymore. Yeah, well. The Treasure Island, we were, we were trying we to figure out. We just wanted a boat trip in the, in the river. The Treasure Island was either the skeeviest nice hotel or the nicest skeevy hotel. It, I didn't think it was skeevy. Remember those two girls playing uh, slot machines yeah, well, every day? That's, but then you just hear about the one girl that always has problems trying to get into the Treasure Island. No. No, who, who, told you, who said something about Treasure Island and their oh, security? Oh, yeah, yeah, that girl on Tinder. That was freaking weird. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that's, Jesus. That's, so, I'm, uh, I'm not even going to tell no, the story. No, we're not going to go into that. But, um, you know, so it's uh, one of those things that we got to see how it goes and and hopefully that the people that do go will fight with not with the man I also hope that the people who go it. show respect and and we're going to we're going to talk to you you know over the coming year we'll talk about I mean, this there's retailers trying to steal cigars know, but that's the thing dude imagine consumers like that's some, what I'm saying right some of them like I I worked at a cigar retail shop for 5 years it's disgusting some of them are retailers man the people like you're stop like I said I'm at, every day <sighs> I see a retailer post a video on you know some guy stealing cigars from their shop and they have the security video so imagine 4,500. But then again, you would think the people who are going to pay to fly out to Las Vegas, they got to pay this ticket, they got to pay. They're going to like, they're not going to be like just some bum who's like putting cigars in their pocket. You would no, hope. You would hope. Retailers were doing it. So right there, I'm, I'm, I'm going to assume that 25 more percent is going to try to steal those cigars. And it's, I don't know. And then they're just going to be trying to get FaceTime with the menu. Oh, we want pictures. Oh, yeah. You know, I, and that's the thing is a lot of them and not, not any of the people that watch our show. I, I feel like I've, I've gotten to know a lot of our fans. We met a few of our fans there while yep. we were in Vegas. We have some of the best fans who are just honorable, like good, good cigar people, the kind of people we want to associate with in the cigar world. But there's people out there, man, that, you know, you bought one Drew Estate one time five years ago and you think that Jonathan Drew owes you like FaceTime. Right. You know, like these guys are busy. They have they have business. They, the celebrity thing is not like like a movie star where there's like, oh, I'm going to do a movie and then I'm a celebrity. The celebrity thing came with like years of like business and hard work. They have yeah. business to do. Yep. You know, they have to sit there and go over pricing and go over deals with retailers. There's business to be done. I think what's going to have to probably happen is that they're going to have to release the cigars and their deals before the show to all the retailers. But then what's the point of, of retailers going? I know. And it's pointless. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm a, I'm a mom and pop shop. I'm gonna save five grand, not go. Sure. I got all my papers in the yeah. mail. Fine. Yeah, but at the same time, you have to be there to get the deal. You know the deal. You go there. You have to be there for the deal. Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. It's it's a very confusing thing. We'll wait for more information. That's all. Sure. That's all I could say. Well, there's gonna be more news coming out and more more details. Um, I just hope it works out for everybody. I hope no one gets screwed. I hope it's not a decision that was just made. Um, without really consulting, I hope they're able to come together um, as a, as an organization with all the manufacturers that they say they represent, and everyone can work on a deal to make to make it work, or come up with with other options that that can help out. Yep. But overall, I think it was a great show. It was a good show. I'm happy you got to go for your first time and enjoy it. It was awesome. I, I hope you did. I did. And um, we thank you guys for following us the entire time. It was a lot of great content. Yeah. I hope you guys I'm, are enjoying it. I'm hoping everybody enjoyed the content out there. This is a 9.1 easily. 9.1. 9.1, maybe 9.2. 9.2 with a little more age on it. Next okay. year, this will be a 9.2. Right now, it's 9.1. This is the La Coalition from Crown Heads. John, you've done it again, my friend. Excellent, excellent cigar. And another Steve Saka to the nub that I'm smoking. If you're a huge Dunbarton fan, this is a great morning smoke to have. And definitely add it to the collection. And if you're a Connecticut smoker, mm. definitely add it to the collection. 
Uh, 8.8. Ty for Connecticut. Good job. For a, a, I'm not, not saying it's a basic Connecticut, but that's what he told us it was. Right. And it's not bitter at the end. Like, I, I want to keep smoking this until there's ash in my mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe a finger lady in your mouth. No, I'm good. <laughs> Next time. All right, guys. Uh, don't forget, 20% off uh, with the coupon code LONGASH. One, one word. One word. Uh, all weekend. Uh, keep following all our great YouTube stuff. Man. A lot of a lo- all the good content. So all the things we kind of glanced over here, you can see in more detail on YouTube and our Instagram page. Um, and uh, more stuff to come. More We made a lot of good contacts. So contacts. We're going to have some great guests coming up on the show soon. And, uh, and thank you for following. And everyone, make sure you thank Secret Chris for all the hard work he does. He did a great job. Good job I do Secret. want to shout out to Secret Chris good for job, all the Secret. hard work he, he had. He did, because he had to do it from home. He didn't he even did. get to have a salty muffin. He didn't. No. <laughs> yep. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you very much. Later.